Hey, and welcome back to Microfamous. We're talking about how to turn influencers into personal friends. And the reason I bring this up is because you're going to meet some amazing people, you know, whether you're on uh, the guest side or the host side of podcasting, but you're going to meet some incredible people, people that you want to be in relationship with, people that you want to be personal friends, maybe even mentors, um, not necessarily people that you pay, but just people that you want in your life. You're like, man, I really like that person. I like the way their brain works. I like their attitude. I like their mindset. Like, I want that person to be in my life. And unfortunately, if you do a great podcast episode with them, it's like the first step. And we'll talk about how to kind of deepen the relationship within the episode in a second. But even once you get past the episode, it's like, you know, if you don't follow up in such a way to pull them in, you'll miss that opportunity. And that's what I want to talk about is maximizing those opportunities so that you turn the people that you meet in, you know, through the world of podcasting, these influential people, you turn them into actual friends, like real human being friends in, in the real world and, and online. Because those are the real friendships that, you know, two years later, when you have a book coming out or something like that, you can pull on them and they'll go, heck yes. Like, show me, like, how do I help? How do I support you? You know, send me whatever. I'll, I'll throw it up on, on social media. Just tell me how I can help. You know, I've been very fortunate uh, to have that same thing happen so that, uh, you know, the folks that I met through podcasting, I've done a good enough job of keeping up with them over the years, you know, various relationship building activities and, you know, just making an effort to do some of the things we'll talk about in this episode to the point where when my book came out last year, this is like right, you know, coming into pre-COVID, so it's like February. Uh, you know, we're coming into a new year, people are busy, but I was able to reach out to all these people. I sent them a chapter of the book, uh, custom picked out for them. I said, hey, I think you'll like this chapter. I think it really speaks to some of the things that you've talked about. You know, give it a quick read if you don't mind. If you like it, you know, just let me know what you think. Give me a blurb. Um, I'd love to have something from you that I can put up on the website for the book. And I had a ton of really great response. I mean, people, you know, came back saying like, hey, I intended to just read that chapter you sent me. Then I kept reading a few more chapters. Then I realized I loved it and had to go back to the beginning and listen or, you know, and, and read the whole thing. I had people, you know, send the most amazing, amazing book blurbs that were able to go on the landing page of the book. And uh, those ended up uh, on Amazon and all kinds of fun stuff. But it was all coming from the relationships that I'd built with them over the years after meeting them originally through podcasting. One of my most important mentors in my life I met because I booked them on a podcast and we struck up a conversation which turned into a real and genuine lasting friendship that's now something like going on four or five years. So the people that you meet through podcasting can absolutely change your life if you can turn them into friends. So let's start with the first key to doing this, which is have a deep, meaningful conversation. You know, as a podcast host, as a guest, either way, I've noticed some people are really good at this. Others are not. Um, some folks just come in with the mentality that, hey, let's get this thing over with. Uh, you know, not in a negative way, just like a very business like, hey, I'm going to ask you some questions or we're going to talk about this, this and this. We're going to get through it. And then you get down with the the recorded part of the conversation. And it's like they're kind of already mentally and emotionally moved on to the next thing right? It's like just the act of them recording a podcast was, you know, good enough, wash their hands, move on. Um, so the first step really is just having like trying to get them uh, or like and being aware of this, this tendency, if, you, if you're this type of person, you know, break that tendency in yourself. 
and really look for ways within the conversation to go down some rabbit holes, some rabbit trails, uh, some interesting twists and turns in the conversation. And you can tell the difference. You know, if you're if you're on the hosting side of it and you have a guest that is just, you know, delivered their message a hundred times, 150 times, they've been on a whole bunch of podcasts or they've spoken a lot about their topic, you can feel the difference. You can feel the shift when you get them to talk about something they weren't planning to talk about. And the audience can feel it too. So from a hosting perspective, it's a great thing to do. Look for ways to break your guest out of the routine of the same things they talk about over and over again and get them to talk about something they weren't planning to. You know, go down those side trails, go down those rabbit trails into a deep, meaningful conversation because that's where the bond happens. Not everybody's open to it and that's okay, but a lot of people are. And if you give them the space, they'll have a deep, meaningful conversation with you, whether you're the host or the guest. Um, a key to doing that is to get them to share their opinions, which is point number two. Now, this is easier to do as the host because, of course, you're showing up and putting a spotlight on them and giving them a place to share their opinions. But you can actually even do this as a guest. I make a point to try to do it. I don't pull it off successfully every time, but I make an effort when I am being interviewed to take some of the questions that they ask me, give my opinion, and then turn around and say like, hey, what do you think? You know, have you seen this? You know, have you experienced that in your business? You know, what do you, what's your opinion on that? And I want to give them space to share their opinions, even if it's their own show and I'm supposed to be the spotlight of that episode. And I know as a podcast host, when I'm in that position, somebody asks me my opinion, I so appreciate it. And it's probably so rare because podcast guests are caught up thinking about themselves and what they're going to say that when you kind of do the opposite and you turn it around and you ask the host for their opinion, uh, sometimes it catches them off guard and they're like, wow, I, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I do have an opinion I'd like to share on that. Because not everybody's good at just interjecting, right? Not everybody's good at that. So get them sharing their opinions by asking good questions, even if you're the guest. Now let's talk about how you end off, you know, as soon as the recording is over, you know, I'll, I'll chit chat a little bit and then I'm going to ask them one important question, which is the strategic introduction question. Who is the most you know, important or, or critical type of person that I can introduce you to right now that will make a huge difference in your business? Right. There's a, you know, there's a variety of ways to phrase it, but that's the gist of the question. What's, what's the person that if I introduce them to you right now would make a huge difference in your business? You know, is it a certain podcast guest that you want to get on your show? You know, is it somebody that can, you know, work for you? Is it somebody like, is it a vendor that you've been looking for? Like a Facebook ads agency that you're just, you know, you haven't had good experience with other people. Like, what is it? And it gets them thinking, but more importantly, it, it shows that you genuinely care about them and that your whole focus of, you know, doing this conversation wasn't to just get something out of them, right? It shows that you are, that your wheels are turning, that you're thinking about ways to help them. Uh, so most of the time, if you're well-connected, you can deliver on that offer, right? They'll go, oh yeah, like, you know, um, you know, I'd like to interview this such and such kind of person. And it's probably going to jog something in your memory, somebody you've interviewed, maybe another podcast host that you've been on their show, whatever, somebody you've met through podcasting. It's going to jog that up in your mind. Talk it through. Say, hey, I think I've got one person. Uh, here's the, you know, the bullet points on them. How does that sound? You know, if I made that intro, would that be valuable? Oh, absolutely, definitely. Okay, great. Right. Then actually follow up. If you can, if you can throw out an introduction that they say yes, absolutely, then then follow through. Make the introduction as best that you can. Connect those two sides up. That's going to go a long way, right? I have people remember me from years ago just from doing that, even though we haven't had a ton of contact in between. But if you can follow up. And this is point number four. If you can follow up with something thoughtful on top of that, 
even better. Now, me personally, I like handwritten thank you notes. And I say handwritten, they're actually written by, you know, in a font that looks like my handwriting, because my real handwriting is terrible from years of playing the drums, like it, it literally hurts <laughs> to, to physically write something out. Uh, so I have a little system with my executive assistant, and we use a program called Send Out Cards where it has like my, you know, like a podcast microphone on the front and like my just little company logo. And inside is a place where you can put a note that looks handwritten. And uh, I get compliments on these notes all the time. I get thank you notes in return sometimes. It's a great little system. Basically, I just send a voice message to my assistant. We use a program called Voxer, which is like a walkie-talkie program. So she says, hey, you know, you were on Ben's show yesterday. Do you want to send Ben a thank you card? And I respond, absolutely. Here's what I want to say to Ben. Hey, Ben, so great being on the show with you yesterday. Loved that conversation about XYZ. Uh, I know I'm going to connect you with so-and-so. Let me know how that introduction goes, and hopefully it's valuable. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to support you. Talk to you soon, Matt. So that message goes into a thank you card that looks handwritten. It gets mailed out automatically. Bam, you know, within a week, they've got a very nice, thoughtful thank you note from me that looks like it was handwritten. Now, you can also take that a step further. Uh, gift giving is not my love language, but I know people that it absolutely is their love language. They love sending gifts. Uh, some people love receiving gifts. Uh, we did this one time on the back end of my real estate podcast, which I have a co-host on. And we had an amazing guest, Jay Samet. And my co-host just happened to notice that in the background, there was some artwork that looked like it was magic themed, like, like it was themed around magicians. Well, it turns out Jay Salmon has been a practicing kind of hobbyist magician since, since he was a kid. So he has all this artwork related to magic. And so my co-host on that show kind of took that information, didn't, you know, didn't say anything about it, just quietly behind the scenes, went and ordered this amazing coffee table book about uh, the history of magic and had it sent over to him. And we got this amazing reply. Since then, we built a great relationship with Jay. He just came on the show again for, I think, the third or fourth time uh, here a couple weeks ago. And this is someone that was the you know ex-VP at large for Deloitte Consulting. Like He's been the head of Sony and, and all these different... Like He has no business just being on our show uh, more than once, just to plug his book. We've actually built a really great relationship with him, partially because he had a deep, meaningful conversation. We also... I, I've delivered on strategic introductions to him over the years. I've put him on, on a handful or two of podcasts that were in my network that I thought would be good. So we did all those other things we've talked about, but then we followed up with a really thoughtful gift, right? So if you can go from a thank you note to a gift, all the better. There's a company I ran across uh, that you might want to look into called Sendoso uh, that also does um, the way the send out cards does cards. They can do it with gifts. So if you want to send somebody like a flight of wine tasting or something like that, you can you can order it and send it over to them. They've got a lot of great gifts on there. So that's a good way to do it. Um, if you can follow through with the introduction, that goes a long way, right? So th uh, thank you notes, gifts, you know, following through with an introduction. Then you want to kind of create a space where you can just kind of stay connected, right? And for me, like I'm on uh, Facebook or, or LinkedIn or whatever, those are the places that I tend to connect with the people I meet through podcasting. And then I just want to follow up with, with a message every now and then say, hey, you know, I just thought of you the other day. Hope you're doing well. Or, hey, I seen that podcast episode with so-and-so. looked awesome. Uh, you know, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you. And I just kind of stay, you know, just these light, soft touches, not, not a big deal, not asking for anything, not really offering anything, just kind of making a general, hey, I thought about you the other day, hope you're doing awesome, you know, keep in touch, right? Um, you know, we still, I still do that with a friend of mine. And just the other day, an opportunity came up after a podcast to, uh, to introduce him to, to this podcast host. And so I made the introduction, didn't think much of it. 
And he just sent me a text the next day. He's like, dude, I just, he's like, I woke up and just had such a level of appreciation for you. And it was just, it was such a nice, it was, it's a very lovely message to receive. But just from a business perspective, like those are the kinds of things that, you know, a year or two down the road, he'll introduce me to somebody that'll be super valuable for me. You never know where this is going to go. But I know that, that I want to turn the people that I meet through podcasting into personal friends, right? And it's done through personal human follow-up. So I think the final and last thing that I'll point out is just once you get connected on social media, make a point to comment on their stuff. You know, there's, there's several people in my world, kind of in my top 50, where they, they podcast and they post on social media. And we don't get a chance to like talk um, offline very much or, or hardly ever or, or jump on the phone or whatever. You know, it only makes sense to go on each other podcasts like once a year or two. So it's not like we talk a ton, but I make a point to comment on their stuff, right? And so I keep that relationship going, right? And um, going back to the... Uh, the gift thing, I, I mentioned the mentor that I've had, you know, that has been in my life for four or five years. What's funny is I booked him on a podcast. He followed up by sending me a book. <laughs> and then I loved that book. And we jumped on the phone and had another great follow-up chat because of how much I loved the book that he sent. And then that perpetuated the conversation and kept the friendship kind of going to the next level. So when you can look for opportunities like that, when you see and you're connected to them on social media, you can you can revisit some of those those types of touches like thank you notes and gifts and things like that by the content that they're putting out. You can follow up and you can send them another handwritten note, you know, a year, a year later, six months later, after you first met them through podcasting, or you can look out and you can maybe offer to send them a book uh, that you know that you think that they will like. So there's all these little things, but it's all it's all very personal, it's all human, but it can be systematized, right? This is something that I actually track through Trello right? Uh, project management system that we use to run my agency on. And so there are ways to track it. You know, it's not something that just has to live in your head. Uh, you can also get really old school. You know, Michael Mayer, who wrote the seven levels of communication, once said that, you know, back in the early days when he was kind of first building his referral system, uh, he just built everything in Google Calendar. So he'd have, you know, reminders set. He would meet somebody, he'd set a reminder in his Google Calendar, connect with them on LinkedIn. And then he'd have a, a reminder for three months out to call so-and-so. And then just every day he'd wake up and he'd look at his Google Calendar and he'd have 10 reminders of people that he needed to follow up with. Like you can go super old school with this, right? It doesn't have to be anything complicated. I've seen people do it with index cards. So but the point being is that you're going to meet a lot of people through podcasting, whether you're hosting, whether you're guesting, I don't care. You're going to meet a lot of amazing people. They're going to be extremely valuable relationships for you if you can build and cultivate them in the right way. And most importantly, I think you'll actually make genuine lifelong friendships and, and mentoring relationships through the people that you meet through podcasting if, if you actually follow up in a personal human way. So that's what I wanted to talk about and share today. Hopefully that's a value. Uh, if you want to get the whole relationship system with all the Trello board and, and kind of how I manage it internally for myself, actually all of that stuff is in the Micro Famous Fast Track along with all of the podcast launch materials, everything you need to be a guest on podcast consistently, all that stuff, it's all in the Fast Track. And then if you want to launch a podcast and you just want to work with an agency to do everything for you, you know, maybe you're a coach, consultant, speaker, author type, you're a thought leader or aspiring thought leader, and you want to launch that podcast that's like your signature piece of marketing into the world and the central place where you deliver your message, uh, just reach out, you know, talk, let's go to, um, 
You can go to our website, getmicrofamous.com, scroll to the bottom for the very front page. Then there's a link there where you can grab a brainstorm call where you can talk through your podcast idea, see if it has legs, see what the business behind the podcast would be and if those two connect and just see if you've got something that's worth look, you know, kind of going to the next step and seeing if we're a good fit to work together. So check all that stuff out. There's a lot of great content that we're putting up on get my, getmicrofamous.com. I'm writing more often. The podcast episodes are being turned into articles as well. And so all of that stuff is there. So make sure to check that out when you get a chance uh, and leave a review for the show. Uh, I read every single one. I love it when people leave a rating and a review. It's super helpful. It helps give the show more credibility, helps feed the algorithm so the show reaches more people on Apple Podcasts. So I just want to thank you real quick for doing that. And, uh, and I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you do uh, in the coaching consulting world, everything that you're doing to make people's lives better. And I just want to help you get your content into the hands of the right people. So with that being said, thanks so much. Appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode of Microfamous.